Fort Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White, and hopefully you are safe and observing all the recommendations for good health during this time of COVID-19. Today's conversation is about sports, though. And one game, one game separated Johnson C. Smith basketball from a berth in the NCAA Division II tournament, at least according to Coach Steve Joyner, who should know a couple of things about that subject. I had a chance to talk to him remotely, of course, to discuss the season that was, what could have been, and doing basic things like recruiting during the coronavirus crisis. And so when you talk about the lessons learned and having that carry over, uh, what sorts of, of lessons would you want to be able to, him, to, uh, to give your kids who are coming back next season? Well, I, I, I thought uh, this year uh, we played a little bit of, uh, more of it as a team, uh, uh, which landed us to play more defense than offense. Uh, certainly, we were. Uh, I thought in '19 uh, we were more concerned about offensive production than than uh, winning the basketball game. Uh, but this year's team certainly uh, committed more to defense and more to team play, and resulted in more wins. Now we talked just before the end of the regular season, and I asked you if you thought that this season had been one of your better coaching jobs, considering what you faced and the expectations that were placed on your program. You were next to last in the South uh, in terms of the preseason poll and everything, which means not a whole lot of people expected anything out of you. You wound up winning the division. Uh, So now that you've had a little bit of time to kind of take all that in, is that one of your better coaching jobs? I think coaching always plays a part. Uh, But I think there are a lot of variables that lead uh, into a team having a great season. And, uh, one is senior leadership. I thought uh, Aaron Adair, Casey Minor, uh, uh, Nina Melancovic all did a, a, a good job in leading the basketball team. Uh, uh, I thought our assistant coaches did a great job in working to develop our individual talent and, and helping blend it together. So uh, I guess if that all leads to uh, the head coach getting some credit, then so be it. But I think it was a total team effort. So the, one of the other things that we had talked about as well was the possibility, which didn't come through, of making the NCAA playoffs. Do you think that a team that has 20 wins, won this division, should have gotten more consideration to get into the field? It's such a limited field, which makes it very, very tight. And uh, the criteria, uh, I think that is used to determine who gets in the play playoffs gets very, very, very tough. I thought we played a good schedule, and uh, uh, we played 28, what we call 28 uh, uh, Division two in the conference, across the division kind of play. And... Uh, 
you know, had some good wins. Uh, but Sam, I thought, I thought we needed one more to get into tournament. We needed to get into that championship game. And do you think that that so you think that that would have been enough to get you in, regardless of whether you won the championship or not? I, I think so. I think so. I think we would have we would have moved up even a little bit more in the rankings and certainly given us an opportunity to get in. So now the season is over. Uh, you didn't get where you ultimately wanted to go, which is the CIAA championship game and onto the NCAA Division II playoffs. Uh, so what do you do now, especially with the coronavirus pandemic playing out the way that it is? Uh, how have things changed for you in terms of, A, uh, getting your kids from last year's team together to get ready for next season, as well as recruiting? How has that been impacted? Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult on everybody. Players cannot continue to work on their craft and get better. Uh, even though they've, they've all been sent home and gone home, uh, most of them are in restricted uh, kinds of movement, uh, so they can't get out and, and, and work on their games and, and things of that nature. But certainly recruiting has been hampered tremendously, and we've had to go to a computer-generated recruiting. Uh, we're looking at uh, recruiting lists. Uh, we're looking at the NCAA trans. Transfer, uh, transfer portal, uh, and so once everything opens up on April the fifteenth, we'll be able to begin make contact and, and get in touch with players. So now, one of the other things too that I'm guessing is impacted is that oldest of of relationships between coaches and players, and that's face to face. Uh, is, that, is that something where you're going to have to figure out a different way to go about selling your program to high school kids as well as uh, junior college or transfer folks where you can't see them eyeball to eyeball in person and you have to be able to sell it in a different way? Well, the, the, the biggest hope is that you hope is that you have some contact uh, with Somebody, maybe the high school coach, the AAU coach, or somebody of that nature who can help uh, speak to the student, uh, potential student athlete about your program. Uh, once things open up, we've had, uh, uh, certainly had to rely on up to this point to any kind of highlight film or game tape on, on individuals that we can get. And so uh, those are things that you have to do now. <laughs> So even to that end, because you've got some major holes to fill next year with Casey, Nina, and uh, and Aaron leaving, uh, their eligibility is up. So you have to replace your top two scorers and a defensive stopper. Uh, how much of a concern is that for you? Well, it's a major concern uh, because we would certainly have had a player in by now uh, build a relationship uh, uh, with them, uh, know what they uh, are capable of doing, and uh, how they might fit our program. Uh, again, we're having to do that now uh, by videotape or, or highlight tapes or whatever we can get our hands on. So it's going to be a difficult challenge for all coaches. The, the playing field certainly has been leveled uh, as far as that is concerned. Uh, but luckily uh, uh, for us, we had been recruiting earlier uh, for this particular, not necessarily this situation, but what we know we, 
uh, knew what we needed to uh, fill our boards. And so we've already signed three guards. Uh, we're certainly now having a tough time signing three bigs. So, so you've got your small folks, so now you're looking for some bigger ones to augment that. Yeah, we're looking for three, three, uh, somewhere in the three, four type or the four, five type, uh, because all of our fours and fives are seniors. Uh, that whole front line with uh, uh, Augustine, uh, uh, Ben Cox, uh, uh, Xavier Jones, uh, you know, all those kids, uh, you know, all those are seniors coming up this year. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to figure out how to restock for the future. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about the guys who are coming back. And who among that group do you see as possibly being able to fill some of that scoring where uh, Casey and Nina were your top two guys? Is that going to be something that you envision as a, uh, as a scoring by committee kind of thing? Or are you strictly looking to fill those holes with players who aren't on that, on that roster right now? Well, you know, that committee would certainly be uh, one way to go. Uh, I was real pleased with uh, Austin Nelson this year uh, in terms of uh, him gaining a command of his game and fitting into the scheme of things that we were trying to do. I hope that he can continue his progress. Uh, he certainly came on, especially after Xavier Jones got, was hurt and injured and out for a while. Uh, Amenu was hurt and went out for a while. Uh, you know, so, um, you know, we sustained a lot of injury this year uh, that the guys had to overcome, and they did a good job of that. Um, you know, I, I, right now, because we don't have a spring practice, uh, off-season, so to speak, it's hard to tell how players' development are going to continue. Uh, at whatever point we get them back, that's when we will have an opportunity to see where they are. So you've got all these different moving parts around. Uh, and talk to me a little bit about having to do a lot of this that's not face-to-face. It's all done by remote. Now, I would imagine that you're even talking to your coaches and even contacts. Uh, you talk about AAU coaches or high school coaches. You have to do it over the phone or, or in a digital uh, world, uh, how difficult is that for for someone who is accustomed to literally being right there in the room with them? It's, it's very difficult, you know. Um, one of the biggest tools that is missed is face-to-face <coughs> contact. You know, um, you know, they get a chance to read your emotion, and 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 you get a chance to read theirs, and, and certainly. Uh, that's not there anymore. Um, I think it's going to hurt the game tremendously. I think it's going to hurt player development. Uh, I think coaches and players are going to have to work harder uh, to make sure that they have the proper relationship and understanding of each other uh, in order to be successful on the basketball court. So it's difficult. Glad to have all the technology, but nothing beats face-to-face. Yeah, because I guess it, at some point in time you have to be able to close that deal as as a coach, and you just can't get that exactly. feel. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, how are you making do with the uh, with the coronavirus around? And and you know, are you 
kind of hunkered down at home or are you really restricted or are you kind of just making do the best you can? No, we're, we're definitely hunkered down at home. Uh, we're using Zoom where we can use Zoom to stay in touch with, uh, with our staff and coaches and things of that nature and uh, uh, plenty of conference calls, you know, sometimes two a day. And uh, so we, we utilize the technology to the best of our ability as we've asked our students to do uh, to finish up this semester academically. Yeah, because I guess there was a, a notice that went out from uh, President uh, Clay Armbrister to the student body that everything is going to be digital in terms of learning for the rest of the semester. So you do have to factor that in as well. Exactly. We have to factor all that in. Uh, we're, we're trying to stay in constant communication with them, uh, asking them to make sure they stay online to get their work done. They still have the same requirements in order to be eligible for the, for the upcoming season. So not, that much hasn't changed. Okay. All right. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a strange new world that we're living in, but I do appreciate you taking the time to uh, share some of your time with us. Anytime, right. Our thanks to Coach Steve Joyner over at Johnson C. Smith University. And we encourage you to keep up with us on Queen City Podcast Network as well as Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and our website, thecharlottepost.com. You know you can also keep up with us with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media that's out there. And please, please take advantage of all of that guidance out there in terms of staying safe and healthy during the coronavirus crisis. Stay at home. If you don't have to be out on these streets, don't go anywhere. Keep at home. Keep up with us. We'll tell you what's going on out there in the real world. So for everybody here at the Charlotte Post and Sports Charlotte, my name is Herb White. Thanks for listening. Sports Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.